Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. One time we went on vacation and the hotel didn't have a hair dryer. So now my wife never packs a suitcase without packing a hair dryer. But she also packs a hair curler and a hair straightener. I'm like, don't they cancel each other out? Then she will pack that lighted makeup mirror where one side has 12 times magnification. Nobody needs to look at their face magnified 12 times. At 12 times magnification, a wrinkle looks like an irrigation ditch. A blackhead looks like a manhole cover. And God forbid she find a chin hair Trust me, you're not getting a girl out the door that sees something on her chin that looks like the anchor rope to a battleship. (laughs) Do you know I have never, ever looked at my face in the 12 times magnification mirror? Okay, to be totally honest, a couple of times, I did get out of the shower and pause in front of it just for a minute. (laughs) Buenos dias, senor enchilada grande. That's Jeff Foxworthy from his 2022 Netflix special, The Good Old Days. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Stop kissing and snuggling turtles. And there's been a lot more near misses in the skies than you might think. It's Tuesday, the 22nd of August, 2023. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Before we get to those stories, today is National Tooth Fairy Day, and four out of five dentists approve. That's Actually, that's four out of five of us in general. In a poll, 81% of Americans say the Tooth Fairy is welcome in their home. Oh, yeah, for sure. It is unclear if that means the other 19% would actively bar the Tooth Fairy from entering their home or if they just ignore the Tooth Fairy's presence. I don't know. Also, a third of parents say the Tooth Fairy helps promote good oral health habits for children. Okay. And 27% of kids go to bed early if they're expecting a visit from the Tooth Fairy. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, you have to go to sleep for the Tooth Fairy to come. My uh, kid just had a visit last week from the Tooth Fairy. And what did the Tooth Fairy shell out and for what? How many? So 
the she she has lost I think four of her bottom teeth now four yeah. of them and she's kind of savage about it like some kids you know how they let it dangle forever right and then other kids like just my kid like just uh, pulls it out yeah she I just, just want to get rid of it that's yeah. how she is. I hated I, the feeling of that I think she's similar to you like she just like like the first one she lost she like touched it turned it and pulled it out and gave it to the teacher it was like here yeah here's my tooth and the, the teacher's <laughs> like oh gee uh, thanks. Okay. Can I keep this? Yeah. <laughs> they gave her like a little tiny tooth thing to put it on. It was like a necklace or mm-hmm. something like that when she was at school. But I believe um, the tooth fairy left her $5. Oh, wow. $5. $5. For, for just one tooth, per tooth. Per tooth, yes. Right. Yes, $5. So there were four. So it was $5 each time or yes. does it vary depending on which tooth or some I think you know, higher value than others. I'm not sure exactly what the first tooth was, but I I've heard sometimes that the first tooth might be worth a little more. I'm not exactly oh. sure. I can't remember. Mm. Yeah, but I, I do know that she takes the five dollars and puts it in like a little thing and puts it in the piggy bank. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, the national average payout is six dollars twenty three cents per tooth. So five dollars is kind of low. Really? I used to get a JFK 50-cent coin. A nickel? A 50-cent piece. Yeah. Yeah, but that was back in the olden days. The olden days, <laughs> yeah. What's a 50-cent piece? <laughs> what does that look like? Is that like uh, money? They make those? <laughs> that back in the $2 bill days? Back in my day, we got a silver dollar. <laughs> I would. <laughs> that is up a whopping... 87 cents from last year, up $2.20 from three years ago, and up almost $5 from 25 years ago. So that is well over the rate of inflation, or someone's feeling generous. I wonder if uh, the Tooth Fairy eventually will move over to the Venmo slash PayPal era, you know. Oh, like you think the Tooth Fairy will go high tech? Maybe digital, yeah. That's pretty funny. Because, you know, sometimes... I mean, it makes sense. Sometimes cash and coins... I wonder if she just has a plethora of them everywhere. Okay. You know, Venmo. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll have well, to see. Have you ever noticed this happening to you? The New York Times did a big write-up on a hot new term. It's called screen apnea. You've heard of sleep apnea. This is screen apnea. It's like sleep apnea where you stop breathing in your sleep, except this happens when you're too focused on screens. So you stop breathing when you're too hyper into the whatever you're watching on TikTok? Well, you don't stop breathing altogether, but you might sometimes be holding your breath without realizing it or just taking shallower breaths. That makes sense. Yeah, there's a Microsoft executive named Linda Stone, and she realized that she was doing it back in 2007 and coined the term email apnea. But it doesn't just apply to email, so screen apnea is kind of the new term. So as an experiment, she kind of tracked 200 other people's breathing while they checked their email, and she found that 80% of them sometimes actually held their breath or altered their breathing. I think I've had that issue prior to screen time but even fritz one time told me she's like you're not breathing I'm like you're not even breathing and so i, I think I, it's guys guys are i think harder like i think you guys hold your breath more like you just stop breathing for like over the weekend 
Scott slept weird on his neck and I was trying to like massage the kink out and he was like, oh. I'm like, you got to breathe through the... Right. You got to breathe. I do bro. the same thing. I think it's like, maybe it's I've been just dudes. purposely trying to do breathing exercises for like yeah. the last couple of years. Like yeah. into the stomach, fill it up, four seconds, out it's through the like mouth. mentally proven to mm-hmm. help you. Like, I don't know the whole science part behind it, but that's why they encourage kids at school and stuff too when they feel frustrated to do like... Like at our school, it's called a ram breath. And they yeah. go like... And they go... So they can feel it's actually moving through the body. Stephen Porges is a professor of psychiatry at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. And he says that it's it's part of our body's stress response to any sort of stimuli. Our nervous system kicks into gear just in case there's a threat. Then our body responds by slowing our breathing to help us focus. Cats do it too when they're stalking a bird. Like, right before they pounce, they tend to freeze and hold their breath. And yeah. the same thing happens when we get an email or a text late at night from work or <laughs> a Slack message. I always get one from my mom. Good night. I love you. It's because we're focusing so much on the screen and focusing so much on how we appear or what we're next going to say. In other words, we're constantly overstimulated. And when that happens, we tend to get jumpy. And then when it happens too much, it sends our body into a, quote, chronic state of threat that leaves us feeling exhausted and drained every day. So a trick that might help, if you catch yourself holding your breath and you don't have Fritz around to give you a little massage, (laughs) try sighing out loud. Jen's really good at that. Yeah, she's definitely a heavy breather. (laughs) But studies show it might help reset your breathing and get you to start taking deeper breaths again. So just a a little tip there might help if you catch yourself doing it. Just pay attention to yourself today as you're at work and see if you do that. You you guys are both on, you know, I'm surrounded by screens. Yes, you are. I'm hyperventilating. You also have sleep apnea, so it's like you have all of the things. Uh, Most of us judge restaurants well before we even try the food. First, you have the online reviews. Mm -hmm. Then there's the curb appeal out front. Like when you hear, you hear you guys say that all the time too. I drove by that place. I want to go in and check it out. Yeah, it looks really Mm -hmm. cool. Yeah, it looks cool on the outside. Or it's like, oh man, did you see that dive bar? Yeah. Like there's no windows. We got to go in. I'll bet that place is amazing. (laughs) Yeah. You know what they got? Really good nachos. (laughs) And then there's the first impressions when you walk inside. Well, there's a list online where people shared their tried and true methods for accurately judging a new place. And there are some... Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Interesting techniques out there. Here are a few of them. Number one, the menu. 
The menu can't be too big, and it definitely can't be sticky. Oh, yeah. Like when you hold the menu and it feels sticky? Yeah. Yeah, I hate that. And despite being sort of ushered into the QR code world since COVID, uh, a lot of people still believe they should have a physical menu, even if it's just a sheet of paper, not just a QR code that you have to read on your phone. I feel like when I'm looking up the QR code, to me, I feel like I'm really disconnected from everything else that's happening at the table. Right. Because I'm constantly... Well, we're all doing it. Yes. And I'm trying to, like, make it look bigger and read what the ingredients are. And then you also have to, like, try to scroll down and see the whole thing. And it's like, oh, I missed that. What are you getting? I didn't see that. What does it say? Right. That's why, I mean, maybe I'm old school like that. I want to hold the menu and be like, this is it. Yeah, and I, I, I don't like the places that, okay, if you're going to make me use this QR code that connects me to your menu, yet I can't I can't order on it. You know what I mean? Like, it'd mm-hmm. make more sense. That just, like, let's see it through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're going to go through the... The, the rigmarole of... The process of having this software. Phone, then let me just go in. ahead and order. Pay all the stuff. Pay online and make it real convenient. All right, number two, the service. People look for server for servers who actually care. Like, does the server actually have helpful recommendations? Do they note who ordered what so there isn't that awkward auction when the food arrives and people have to raise their hands for their food? Do they do quality control checks just to make sure that everything is right? Uh, and others say that an immediate red flag is if the restaurant is severely understaffed. Red flag. Yeah. There's a red flag. Mm-hmm. All right, number three, the cooking. Obviously, the cooking. Some people say they like to order simple things at first to make sure the place can nail the basics. Let's see how they do with scrambled eggs first. But others intentionally order something hard to see if the place has chefs, cooks, or just a microwave operator. One person says they always order their eggs over medium because it's basically impossible to do over medium perfectly. They don't complain if it ends up too runny or too hard, but they they are able to get an idea of how skilled the cook is. That's how uh, I order my eggs. Over medium? Mm-hmm. Over medium. So what yeah. is that? It means the white to, is cooked but the and yellow the middle is, is a little runny. A little runny or maybe a little soft. So how is that different from over easy? Over easy, the whites are questionable. Oh. So you, how so, I like my hard boiled eggs. Oh, uh, okay. Well, they're actually medium boiled eggs. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. We we call those Dunkin' eggs at our house, like because so, you want to mm-hmm. dunk your bread in it. Okay. okay, that makes sense. Yeah, over easy. So I I do want the white cooked a little more. So I need to call them over medium. Over medium. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Okay. Up next, the clientele. Let's talk about the clientele. Some say they like to look around, see if the place has got regulars. You know how well do they know the staff? They're calling. They're on a first name basis. Okay, that's a good sign. On the other hand, that can also be bad because if they only have regulars, they might just be locals or friends of the staff who settle for what it is. And then there's the cleanliness. Yes, that this needs to be higher, in my opinion. Yeah, some people look at the windowsills and chair rails to see how clean they are or check to see if the plants are dusty. The bathroom should also be clean. The bathroom is stocked. the worst one. Like when you're a woman and you go to the bathroom... It's just, oh, 
But it's some places maintain awful. them better than others. Thank God. And some weirdos try to sneak peeks at the trash cans, even if they're back behind the counter, just to see if they're organized or a disgusting mess. It is interesting, though. I can think of three or four places that are in our regular rotation of dinner that are not necessarily five-star meal experiences, but are definitely local standbys that have been there forever that always deliver on a good, good solid meal. Right. And their, their bathrooms are disgusting. Disgusting, yeah. yeah. Just like, this has not been cleaned since mm-hmm. the 80s. I wish that was a higher priority for more people that owned restaurants. Like, I remember when I worked at Wendy's a million years ago, we had to go and check the bathroom like once an hour. They would send someone in there to check it. Just at least see, like, is the is there paper on the floor? Is the toilet paper out? Is it overflowing? Yeah. Right. All right, so I I was telling you guys off the air about this article I was reading in the New York Times yesterday about air traffic safety. It was big expose came out yesterday and had all these, you know, these graphics, this animation of these um, runway incursions or mid-air collisions that almost took place. Uh, A new report found that near misses where two planes almost collide are a lot more common than you think. This, according to a leaked FAA report, there were at least 46 involving commercial airliners here in the U.S. just last month. That's scary. 46 in one month. So that's that's more than one per day in the month of July. And guess who was traveling in the month of July? You. (laughs) Yeah, we just often never hear about them. But before you freak out too much... Keep in mind, there has not been a major plane crash in the U.S. in 14 years, which is a record knock on wood. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that is because of newer safety fish features like collision warnings. But when you think of how big planes are, how fast they're moving, some of these near misses have been awfully close and they're most likely to happen near airports. Just two weeks ago, an American Airlines flight was taking off in Phoenix when it banked left instead of banking right, and it veered directly into the path of a Southwest flight. They came within about a third of a mile of hitting each other. Is that the video we saw this morning? They were showing video of this, I think. No, that was 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 a landing gear failure on an Alaskan Airlines flight, but that that was more related to the plane, I guess. That was in... uh, or was it John Wayne Airport, I think they said. But near misses on the ground are even more common and a lot closer than that. Back in February, two planes in Austin, Texas got cleared to land on the same runway, came within 100 feet of each other while go, going over 150 miles an hour. <sighs> so is this really happening more than it used to? It sounds like the answer is yes, partly because we just have so many damn planes in the sky right now. You know, around 3 million people fly each day. So, I mean, that's something else. When you consider we have the safest air traffic system in the world, the fact that we're able to move 3 million people a day safely Mm -hmm. is just mind-boggling. It's remarkable. We just went to Baltimore over the weekend, and I thought coming home, I was like, man, that was kind of cool. We just, we dipped to Maryland for two and a half days, and it was just a 48-minute flight. I did that. How um, crazy. What a world we live in. um, The Bengals-Ravens game. Like, I flew up on a Saturday morning and flew back on, like, a Sunday night, and it was the best, most fun Mm -hmm. little short weekend. 
Uh, but it sounds like the main factor is overworked air traffic controllers. I mean, think of the busy airports. You know, think of LAX. Think of Boston's Logan. Think of JFK, LaGuardia, Newark, Miami, Atlanta. Atlanta, yeah. How many people you know. do they have in the tower, though? Like, I mean, in the tower, just think how massive the tower is. Are there 50 air traffic controllers in there, or do you even know? Oh, I'd It depends say. on the size of the airport. I mean, they yeah. can have as many as a couple hundred in any wow. given day. Wow. Um, but that's the challenge is that you got a lot more air traffic controllers who are either retiring or, or leaving the business than are coming in. Uh, in the past decades, too, the number of flights has increased by 5%, but the number of fully trained air traffic controllers is down 10%. So it really is just a matter of like we need to hire more people. And, uh, you know, I remember the last time I, I got to tour the tower at CBG. I mean, that's the advantage that we have with CBG is that you have an airport that, while it's busy, it's not nearly as chaotic as, say, a LaGuardia or a JFK or an Atlanta or someplace like that. Um, but, you know, they look for people that don't necessarily have prior experience because they don't want to hire people with preconceived notions like they they kind of like to just start off with a clean slate. Someone who's teach them never done it from before, kind of out of right, the gate. Teach them from scratch, and and it, you know it takes years to become fully certified. I guess, but yeah, they're hiring. Stressful, but you know it's got to be done. A lot Sick. of job opportunities. Yeah, no shit. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you, know I mean. you almost slipped up. You almost. <laughs> that would have been fun. <laughs> I just, as a precaution, I dumped myself there. I was going to say, and you stopped yourself, man. What the heck? I just want to make sure. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, you're right, though. You're... No, no joke. joke. Yep. Yeah. No, no joke. joke. That's, yeah. that's there you it, go. Yeah. <laughs> All right, quick check on the roads, which are <laughs> even, even crazier than that. We got Denise Johnson standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. Hey, Nikki, how are you? How are you? Doing great. So how is that spelled? N-I-K-K-I? Exactly. Is that short for Nicole? Or? Nicole, yep. Yeah. All right. Well, welcome. Good to have you. Welcome. Good morning. I'm excited. Excited to have you. Yeah. First time playing? <laughs> yes. All right. Well, it's pretty simple. We give you a letter of the alphabet. And if you can answer 10 questions in 30 seconds that begin with a letter we're about to reveal, you will win $1,000. Simple as that. Uh, no, awesome. You can't use the same answer more than once. Uh, and the key to winning really is to just try to pass as quickly as possible. In other words, if you can't think of it right off the top of your head, just go ahead, pass. We'll come right back to it. Okay. End up answering more questions that way, okay? I'm opening up your envelope. Let's see what you got. Oh, this is a pretty good letter. You got a letter W. Ooh. Okay. Okay. I don't know if we've ever had. I don't never remember playing with W. Letter W. In addition yeah, to that, while, yeah. you also get... 10 extra seconds? Nope. Oh, one free pass. One free, one free pass. pass. So, Nikki, you just got to get one nine. Free. You got to get nine, Nikki. Ooh. Yeah, this is good. So, if you can answer nine questions in 30 seconds that begin with the letter W, you win $1,000. Are you so, ready? All right. We got 30 seconds on the clock already, and I will not start the timer until Tim is finished asking the first question. All right, Nikki, tell me a place. Right. Tell me a place you go on a hot day to cool off. Water park. A city in Ohio. Wilmington. Something round. Uh, oh, um, a war, uh, 
A wheel. A body part. Um, pass. An animal. Walrus. TV show. Uh, with us. Sup, uh, something purple. Um, pass. A beverage. Oh, man. Water. Something purple, you could have said wagon. A beverage, you could have said water. So whenever we yeah. have the letter W and a body part comes up, I always go with weenus. Weenus? <laughs> we, weenus. <laughs> we would have accepted that, Jeff. We would have accepted that. What about wrinkle? I would like. Yeah, I was wrinkle thinking works. like a wrinkle. Wrist? <laughs> yeah, wrist oh, is man, good. I didn't think about that. Not as much fun as weenus, I contend. Um, weenus? Weenus, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty. I mean, the answers you that you really gave were well, pretty good. Yeah. I would just uh, maybe pass quicker and. Yeah. You know, How many did I get? Like one, five? two, three, four, five. And what did you say for something purple? You kind of yelled at at the end there. I think she passed. Purple. I did. I. I just said water at the end. Oh, gotcha. Oh, gotcha. She could have passed. So you got, that would have been a free pass. Yeah. So you so. got five. Yeah. yeah. That's not bad. Halfway there, girl. Ah. Uh, uh. Better luck like next time, I guess. All That's right. right. First time out. Second time, you'll do better. That's right. Okay. So we'll talk Thank to you, you then. Guys. Yeah. You got You're it. Wonderful. Thanks, Nikki. Appreciate Bye. you. Appreciate Thank you. Take it easy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.